Fun Factory.com has partnered with Locker Room Talk and Shots. So when you use my special code, SELS20, you get 20% off your Fun Factory purchase. Just head to us.funfactory.com and use my code, SELS20, at checkout for 20% off sex toys, lube, massage oils, and more. Cheers. <laughs> Do the sex. Hi, this is Annette Benedetti, your hostess for Locker Room Talk and Shots, the podcast that likes to think of itself as the queer NPR of raunchy women's sex talk. You are about to sit in on the kind of conversations women have on their girls' nights out or behind closed doors while enjoying delicious drinks and dishing about sex. Think fun, honest, and feminist as fuck and always with the goal of fighting the patriarchy, one female orgasm at a time. Welcome to the locker room. <laughs> Ring loop. Today's locker room talk topic is fellatio, how to make him come, or how to make a person with a penis come. Yeah, we're talking about cocksucking, basically. <laughs> And today I am talking about sucking dick with the most appropriate person, the same person who I talked about clit sucking, licking, <laughs> cunnilingus, cunnilingus, cunnilingus. Uh, my good friend, Abby has returned. If you recall, she joined me for clit oral sex what to know when you go down on her. It was a great episode. It got plenty of downloads, which makes me very happy, but it's only fair for us to then follow up with a little bit of information on, um, you know, information thoughts, maybe some tips on how to suck the dick. Um, so Abby, reintroduce yourself however you want to say hello. I'm happy to be here. I feel like you guys know me pretty well by now. That's right. Just a couple of chicks. Just a couple of chicks talking about dicks. <laughs> <laughs> so as far as the cocktail for, for, um, <laughs> no pun intended, the cocktail <laughs> for this episode, this episode is unique because right now Abby and I decided to go on a girlfriend's getaway. We are in Astoria, Oregon at the coast, staying at this sexy, sexy little, uh, hotel called the Bowline. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It's real pretty. Um, and we, <laughs> I don't know if you, you may some, hear some sea lions in the background, <laughs> which sound an awful lot like what happens when you suck dick. That's right. <laughs> anyway, so we thought, well, what are we going to do about a cocktail? And instead of trying to find a liquor store and, and coming up with a drink, we thought, well, you know what? They've got these amazing drinks at the, the bowline has a bar hooked that I guess it's part of the hotel called, called the knot, the knot. Um, and so we thought what we would do instead is choose the cocktail that we would want before we were going to have to spend an evening sucking cock mm -hmm. keyword have to. <laughs> That's right. And so I chose 
the butterfly fleet, which is a, is it a gin drink? In order to find out what's in them, you're going to have to check out the bowline and the knot and, and, and look at their, their menu. But this, I'm really, and there will be pictures up on our social media. You can go to locker room talk and shots podcast on uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram. And you can check out uh, locker room talk uh, podcast.com. You can head over to she explores life.com, um, and find our little dine and drink section. I will be putting these drinks up. They're amazing. Um, amazing. and what did you choose Abby? I chose the smoking gun. <laughs> so appropriate. <Most> appropriate. <laughs> the smoking gun. And it is a mezcal. It's actually a bourbon. Oh shit. And yours is a gin, I believe. It's mine a gin. I think yeah. mine's a gin yeah. drink. Um, pretty, pretty drinks. And we have not tasted them yet. No. So we are going to drink these drinks while we talk about sucking cock. Mm-hmm. Felicio, mm-hmm. if you'd rather. And uh, we'll tell you how the drinks are in just a second. And we've got a backup bottle of rosé in case we fly Sparkling through. Sparkling rosé. That's right. In case we fly through these drinks while we're chatting. So, Abby, let's raise our glasses. To the smoking gun. And the butterfly fleet. (laughs) Cheers. Ooh. Oh, that's something. So good. Oh, my, my, my. All right. Now let's talk about sucking cock. Let's do it. Let's just do it. All right. Let's begin. Let's just jump in. (laughs) There's no other way to do it. (laughs) You just got to get right to it. You got to do it. You just got to do it. You know, you can't hesitate. Fuck up. Say and suck it. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps, ladies. Big girl panties on. Mm-hmm. You're gonna suck some cock. It's the night. <laughs> the night has come, and you know he wants you to blow him. You just know it. Yeah. It's so. just. Yeah. And you got it. Inevitable. You, I mean, obligatory. In, in all fairness, in if you want him to go down. Mm-hmm. You must also go down. And we're all about equality. All about equality, for sure. Mm-hmm. And we definitely want him to go down. A hundred percent. Yes. So, I want to just, let's just start t- talking about sucking cock and how we feel about it. How do we our feel Our emotions about- around it. Yeah, our yeah. emotions around it. Let's say, Abby, would you like to lead this? Sure. My emotions around it are that... <sighs> I have never been one of those women who like fantasize. Well, that's a lie. I fantasized about sucking cock because like most things can be fantasizable. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say that it's the thing that like turns me on the most or like the idea of gets me really going. Um, and so. So what she's saying is she loves sucking cock. <laughs> <laughs> In many ways, it has always been like, and I think a lot of people can agree with this, um, kind of a chore, right? Mm-hmm. And so we were talking, be- like, as we were preparing for this podcast about what gets you excited and really into it. And I mm-hmm. think for anybody like cunnilingus or fellatio, oral sex, the, the like spice that makes it really good is knowing and sensing that the other person is into off. it. Yeah. Is really into it. Mm-hmm. Who's not just the person who's like receiving. You would hope that they would always 
to some <laughs> greater or lesser degree, <laughs> be into it. But what makes a person get off when they're receiving oral sex is knowing that mm-hmm. like the person who's giving it to them is like really feeling it. But what if you're not really feeling it? And that's my point. <laughs> so I feel like there's a formula for, you know, the receiver to kind of give cue to the giver of fellatio. Um, like, you know, tips on like making them excited about it. And for every person it's different. I think for me, it's like create a fantasy around it, like communicate with me, talk to me about what is hot about it. And then I'm kind of like in it at that point. Right. You mean like while you're down there sucking his dick, you'd like him to like give you feedback, like yeah, about it and talk to her. Talk you to look her. so fucking hot down there. And That's like, right. Yeah. Dirty talk. Absolutely. Yeah. Like that's necessary. Oh yeah, for sure. I like If you don't do that, then I'm just kind of down then there you're at just the down cannery. There. <laughs> Bobbing away. <laughs> down there at the cannery doing my good old job. <laughs> Counting down the minutes till lockjaw sets in. <laughs> Blue collar work. <laughs> Real rough. You know, so I just feel like those calluses on your lips on the inside. (laughs) I need, I need my boss to tell me that you know I'm a good worker. (laughs) That makes actually that's a really beautiful, great. That's a beautiful uh, analogy. Yeah, yeah. So uh, cheers to feedback. Good feedback. I want to talk about how I feel about cock, cock sucking, sucking the cock. How do you feel about it, Anna? Um, I have a long history with sucking cock. Yeah. I've done it for, you know, a while now. Yeah. You're really dedicated, hard worker, good work ethic. Yeah. And when I was younger, when I was younger, I was, I would say I spent a good part of my younger fucking years, um, being like very performative. So I would like go down with enthusiasm and not that I was excited to go down, but you know, I, I think, I don't know if you relate to this, but I just wanted to be like, I'm such a good lay. So mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. And it was not fun. It was work. It was, um, yeah. I mean, one thing I think we should talk about is actually can be quite painful, painful, meaning, um, you know, depending on whose cock you're sucking and what they're into, you've got to like put your, your lips over your teeth. So you don't like rip the skin off their cock or bite them unintentionally. You've got to keep your mouth open. Um, your jaw is tensed. Um, and you're actually sucking. I mean, at least I am. And it can create, I mean, if you do that too long, like I, I've actually had earaches afterwards. <laughs> you are a trooper. Yeah, well, that's back in the day. And that doesn't give up, guys. God, I wouldn't give up. And I had I had a boyfriend in particular who really just took a long time. I was so I and I think I felt like it reflected upon my abilities. And well, and that's also just one technique too. I think that's mm-hmm. it makes sense that that was your younger fucking days. Mm-hmm experiences because yeah that's like the head bob technique which is lovely it's one that wonderful yes appreciate it i'm sure i'm definitely not into performative sex now like i want to enjoy sex when i'm having it i will not 
continue to do something if it becomes, you know, there's, there are times when maybe I'm not as into something that I'm doing, but I'll, I'll keep doing it for a bit just because I know the other person's enjoying it, but there is a cutoff. I don't do it to the point where I'm like, this sucks. And, um, so I mean, yeah, there's sort of that mutual experience of like, you know, you give me some, I'll give you some. Right. And like, I don't have to love every second of it, but Mm -hmm. there's this higher (laughs) value piece to it. And I think I did express to you when we were talking about going down on women that I felt a lot more confident, Mm -hmm. um, going down on women than I do going down on men. Yeah. It's less. Well, because I, I just have, um, I have always felt really confident. I mean, and part of it might just be that, uh, well, you know exactly how it feels. mm -hmm. Uh, And, and when a woman tells me what she wants or when she gets excited, like I can understand what's going on. Exactly. And with a man, like I have no concept. And men are tragically silent during sex often. I think that that, that's a, that is a huge turnoff. I though recently have started really enjoying. (laughs) So have they (laughs) enjoying, um, oral sex, giving, uh, giving oral sex a whole lot more, but I do currently the person with the penis that I am sucking, um, (laughs) is, is, uh, very verbal, um, in praise and you're right. Praise is a fucking turn on it's when so you hot. are going down on someone, like when they not only say, Oh, that feels so good, but they're more specific. Um, that's really exciting. And yeah, I'm learning. I'm starting to enjoy, uh, giving head more though. I would still say I am still not really confident. So listeners, uh, before, um, I did this podcast. I decided to be brave. I messaged my partner to get feedback on, on how, how, how I do at giving. I did some research. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, so I messaged my partner. We also reached out and uh, posted and asked for feedback from men on, um, sucking cock. Um, we didn't, I didn't get as much input as I had hoped from, from listeners, uh, but I did get some comments uh, that offer like tips and stuff like that. Um, and we will go over that, but I would like to say, I did reach out to my partner and I'm like, Hey, so, <sighs> and he's aware that I am not the most like I'm not going to, I'm not going to brag about my cock sucking skills here, guys. I I will brag about other things in other podcasts, but not about sucking cock, but I got great feedback. I know you're all saying, what else was he supposed to say? But uh, I'm going to go with his feedback, which was that, um, I'm, I'm amazing. At it. But real quick though, like <laughs> just because, so there's people who love sucking dick, right? And because they love it, I'm sure they totally believe that they're great at it too. Mm -hmm. And so, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're great at it or that you couldn't benefit from, you know, some direction. Mm -hmm. So I feel like there's a difference. I was thinking like, what, why, why does he think I'm sure, I'm sure that 
many of my and I do think that I have a really good connection with him. Right. I think that um I mean we have really great chemistry. We just get really fucking work when we're fucking like communicative. He is That's super very important. communicative. Um so Genial. I actually by the time I'm going down, by the time like and there are times when I am like, hey, I want it I initiate. Um and I guess that's something else that I really enjoy about this particular connection is, um, it, he doesn't actually request it a lot. I would say I initiate it more. Um, I mean, maybe I'd like, not that I don't I'm, ever get requests, which is just like, I think surprising. it could be sexy though. I think it would be sexy to be, you can ask me, but here's the thing. Okay. <clears throat> Hygiene is really important. Mm. There is this, you know, comp- no, let's just cheers. Can that. we just, yeah, just tidy up your shit before you just tidy this. it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, and here's the thing too. If you need me to be a little bit more hygienic in any given moment, I am super receptive to you saying, Hey, will you take a shower? And then like, I will like go all down. We have actually me and my partner have had that conversation and that's we've great. run to the shower and yeah like, it's like you know well, you and know if it's isn't been hot that out nice when mm-hmm. they're just sort of open it's not offensive it's not offensive right. what's offensive is learning later that you felt that way and didn't tell me you right know? and then you are not doing it because you can't talk to me about it yes right? then it feels shameful and then it's like oh great thanks yeah so here's my thing is hygiene's important for men as much as it is for women. It's important for people who have penises as much as it is for people who have vaginas. Like, take a fucking shower mm-hmm. before you get head. Mm-hmm. Um, because, or, you know, like, honestly, unless you're somebody whose, like, kink is, like, right after the gym type shit, like, there are, and there's a lot of people like that. A lot of people. I'm which not is great. One of them. I'm not one of them. Like, I'm not one of them. I'm not going to go down on you after you've been working out. I mean, I could <laughs> potentially see, like, I don't know. I don't want to think about it right now. We'll be right back. My code SELS20 is your key to kicking off the sexiest new year ever had when you use it at funfactory.com. Enjoy 20% off Fun Factory's luxury products, including vibrators, cock rings, lube, and more when you use my code SELS20. Check out the Vim vibrating wand. Yes, the one featured on this podcast thumbnail. Grab the nose vibrating cock ring and experience more simultaneous orgasms in 2024. And don't forget to check out their rabbit style vibes. I'm talking about the lady by for toe curling blended O's all year long. Just fill your cart and use code SELS20 at checkout and enjoy 20% off when you shop funfactory.com. Cheers. But I have gone down on partners in the past who have showered right before And actually I have a friend who's like mentioned this to me before recently too. Um, their partner has like taken a shower, like right before they like get into a sex session and like, will have gone down on them. And it's like your whole ball sack is like still fucked up. It's still raunch. (gasps) And you know, that means that means I can't help but think that part of that has to do with like differing degrees of social socialization for men and women around 
and and i mean this is a whole conversation but like for women there's such shame around like their vaginal hygiene and odor Mm -hmm. and so we like communicate about it to like deep depth well, within I mean, our about, circles. But also think about it. Like douches have been pushed on us from the beginning of time. Which is unnecessary. And, and there have not really been until more recently products for men's balls. Like that's never been a thing. Right. Even though they're down there and sticky between their thighs all day. You know, come on. Yeah. So I think, you know, what makes a pussy stink is the same thing that makes a dick stink. Mm-hmm. But the difference between a pussy stank and a dick stank is the fact that, like, a pussy has an inherent, like, scent to it. And so it's, like, it's sort of, like, assumed that there's something deeper there that's problematic Mm -hmm. as opposed to men. And, like, especially if you are uncircumcised, like, you really need to, like, focus on Mm -hmm. dick care. Right. So, um... That being said, I feel like that's a major part of any oral sex is like, make sure that you're like clean. Clean. I've had horror stories, <gasps> Annette. Horror stories. I'm going to share one. I don't, I'm going to be honest with you, Abby. I, I don't like, I mean, I've definitely, yeah, I don't have any specific, I've had, I've had general um, horror <laughs> story. <laughs> I know your face is scented up. All right. So share your story. I want to hear at least what well, your worst. A previous partner who I like had a really like active sex life with, um, was uncircumcised. And I like, I went down on him one time and you know, clearly he hadn't showered and it was chunks. <gasps> There were no. chunks. Did you stop? Yes. Oh. I am not that polite. No, you're not. I can see you just being. I. How, how did they respond? Um, I think you know it was interesting because that particular partner was very like communicative. We were communicative, communicative together. Um, and also we had a dynamic of like, you don't have to shave and I'm you don't still have to. A be showered and it doesn't yeah. really matter. And it was very like free and fun and like hippie, kind of hippie sex. It was totally hippie. Um, but I think he probably inside his mind was like aware that it was an issue and just didn't want to say anything and was <laughs> kind of just like gonna, you know, test the waters. But I was like, mm, can't do it. So <clears throat> it was okay. Like after the fact, because we like had a conversation about it, but you know, it, it you can't ever erase that from your mind. I can't erase that from my mind. And I'm not going to say anything mean, but, you know, or disrespectful, but it was a bad experience. Right. And so I actually, I just thought of a bad story. Yeah. Like, what am I thinking? Of course I've had a bad story. Um, so to be clear, uncircus- uncircumcised, uncircumcised cocks are, perfectly fine oh absolutely um, love them abby is moving on to the rosé um love uncircumcised dicks i do too it's how life should be i agree um but i in general like there's no shame on any man for any kind of cocky has so but i will say a person or person any who likes to refer to their genitalia as dick right 
cock penis. <laughs> Anyways, um, so this is important too, guys. It's not just about your dick and balls. Wash your fucking ass. Even if you're not going to do butt play. All right. I went down on a guy and I smelled poop. I wasn't even close to his butt. He had clearly pooped before I came over. And so then there I was like, I didn't know what to do really. I didn't know how to handle it. I can't breathe. I, can't breathe. I couldn't breathe because I was trying not to inhale through my nose while giving head. You just continued? I did not continue for long. <laughs> That's horrendous. (laughs) Well, I knew where it was coming from. (laughs) What was I supposed to say? Did you just take a (laughs) shit? My whole body is shaking. Oh my god. Even the sea lions are laughing at me. Anyways. so, so listen, like, even if you're into the funky funk thing, like, you're like, I like your natural smell or whatever, that does not include poop. And, <laughs> unless, unless your partner specifically has a poop oh fetish, and you should, like, that should be mapped out. Oh, I'm getting, like, an your, ab exercise right now. Your butt needs to be clean. If someone's sucking your cock and they can smell your ass... <laughs> This is a real story. Abby, you're laughing. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. I'm, I'm not laughing at you. How could poopy butt beat chunky dick? I'm so sorry, but like... <laughs> that is just juvenile. It's just juvenile. Come on, man. I know. Get I know. it together. This is also not like a man that seemed juvenile. Oh, Lord. Who knows? Maybe he had irritable bowel syndrome. Maybe something else was And those people deserve love, too. They really do. Just not for me. (laughs) Just not for me. I did not expect to laugh that hard. Yeah, that's so... Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, scent is a thing. And I think women were so... um, And and look, to be fair, we're talking about sucking cock. And we didn't cover this in clit licking. But I'm going to tell you this. I have definitely gone down on women and been like, oh... Hygiene is extremely needs to important. Happen. Yeah. We're not saying that you need to, like, powder powder your balls. And, hello. Don't uh, powder don't, your balls. Don't, don't, don't do anything. Yeah, no. No, you don't do that. Don't do that. Um, so, yeah. But I want to, like, look, we're talking about hygiene. Make your sh- shit clean. That would be our, our top tip. But take now. Take a shower. Take a shower. Ensure that you, you know, so are we can cleansing enjoy. your orifices. But now I want to I wanna talk about um, the things we do to try and give good head. I would like to talk about the difference between some of the things I've been told by, um, again, I reached out to my partner with a penis. I reached out to um, the community at large, the, our social uh, media network, um, and I got some good uh, <clears throat> feedback. And it was interesting, uh, because yeah, it was interesting to hear what men wanted or thought was a turn on. And let's be like, look, not just like all women like different things. All men like different things. Yes. Um, but it, I think it would be fun to talk a little bit about what they said and what we're doing. Does that match up? So let's start with the things we think 
prior to having asked, what were the techniques? What are some of the te- techniques you, you have in your back pocket for when you're going down, Abby? Well, I really like to have like a slow build. I like to do a lot of different things, but not that I'm doing a lot of different things the whole entire time. I think once I know somebody's getting close, cause you can feel when you're sucking someone's cock, like the cum, like kind of coming up through the shaft. Huh? Have you not felt that? Mm, no. Oh, you, I can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I will so, pay closer attention. Yeah. And so once it gets to a point where you're, you know that they're getting closer, either that's a cue or kind of like how their body's moving or like how they sound mm-hmm. or even what, what they say if they're more mm-hmm. communicative, then you can start doing the bob head method, which is the traditional method that most people learn about when they're younger and learning about sucking dick, which is just kind of like putting your lips over your mouth, making sure that you have a lot of lubrication yeah, and um, bobbing up and down. Right. Right. And there's variation to that as well. Right. And there's variation to pretty much anything, but I think it's good to kind of play around with pressure and areas around like not only the shaft, but the head of the dick, like different parts of the head of the dick. I, the under part, well, depending on <laughs> who's assessing the cock, like right. the under part for the, the, the human, like kind of like, like when you're looking at a mushroom, like under the little, is it called the perineum? No, the perineum is per- between per- perineum? The, pe- the perineum is between the asshole and the balls. What is it called? Yeah. Frenulum, not the perineum. Frenulum. That was close though. Frenulum. Close. <clears throat> yeah, so it's the underside of your penis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um that's the most sensitive part. Yeah. And that's so what I heard. word on the street. You can play with that area mm-hmm. in a ton of different ways or come back to it and loop around or, you know, yeah. you want to make sure that you're not only focusing on that. Because yeah, don't suck on it till you get an ear infection. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> then it's just kind of boring or you're over oversaturating. Yeah. The, the area. So you kind of want to come back to it. <clears throat> but again, these are just techniques and it really comes down to somebody communicating like what they like. Cause there might be people who are just like, can you just like Bob the whole entire time mm-hmm. and let me come really fast? Which I think is like, honestly kind of a disappointment. Like maybe for a quickie, you might want that or like a happy birthday kind of situation or good morning, sweetie. But I like, I like that we could have names for these different techniques. Yeah. A good, good morning, morning, sweetie. sweetie. Like but you don't, um, you know, as a person who is receiving any kind of sexual pleasure, like take control of like feel empowered by like your sexuality and allow yourself to explore different things. And don't just say this works for me because like my goal around sex is just to, to come, you know, right? like try to be a f- excellent lover. Right. And part of that is like being open to different things. Well, and also part of having receiving good head is being part of the experience, right? Not just laying there while the woman does the work. It's like you need to tell the woman or the person who's going down on you what it is that you like. 
Right. And when they're they doing can't something read good. your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and make it kinky by telling them that they're a good worker. A good little worker. Yeah. I like that. That would work for me. Yeah, for that would sure. work for me too. I mean, maybe not a good little work. Well, good, would good little worker work for you? We'll be right back. Start the new year off with a bang. My code explores 15 gets you 15% off womanizer.com's famous pleasure air text sex toys. You know, the clit satisfying sucking sensation that guarantees explosive orgasms. Just go to womanizer.com and check out my personal favorite, the Womanizer Duo 2. Get ready for blended orgasms or the premium two. Womanizer.com has something for you, whether you are seeking clitastic satisfaction, blended orgasms, or explosive G-spot experiences. Just shop womanizer.com and use my code EXPLORES15 at checkout for 15% off. That's 15% off all womanizer.com products with my code EXPLORES15 at checkout. Cheers. Fuck it. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I mean, I don't need you to say like good little, well, I mean, it's yeah, fine. Actually, that might It'd work. That would work. But, um, you know, just sort of praise. I'm into praise. I like to be praised for sure. Direction. So I would say my go-to just has always been, I use the hand on the shaft mm-hmm. and then my, my mouth up higher. And then as like it, um, excitement grows, then slowly my hand is like, I use less of my hand and more of my mouth. And I do this sort of trade off until it's mostly all in my mouth. And then it's like the quote, deep throat action. Do you have a gag reflex? I mean, I do. I, I, and I know some people are into gagging, but like, I really think that is playing with fire. No, you should definitely gag. Here's why. But it also then makes me worry I'm going to actually puke on the ground. Well, you don't have to go farther than you want to. Gag every two or three pumps. Every two or three pumps you gag. Or something like that. Why, though? Tell me me what that's all about. Well, when something goes into the back of your throat that far, it triggers the glands to salivate. Mm -hmm. And in order to you know, perform good fellatio, you need to have lots and lots of lubrication. Right. And you also don't want to swallow it. You want it to like drip over the cock. Right. And down and be messy. Slobber. Yeah. All I mean, right. That's well, very so important. Let's get to the feedback I got. So it's interesting. This is where we get into preferences and this is what communication is. So like in, in porn, definitely the whole slobber thing is a huge thing. Um, uh, so let's talk about some of the feedback I got. I did have one person say no slobber, like a big no is no slobber, which I thought again was a personal preference. So, and how are we supposed to do it without slobber? I mean, I would say I don't like, I, I get wet. (gasps) I get, um, I get wet. But I wouldn't say I drool everywhere. But I do see in the porns, in the pornography, where there's... I would be really interested in what this person is envisioning when they're saying no slobber. Yeah. You know, what is it precisely that you're not into around that? Right. And how much? Are you imagining, like, some particular porn that you saw that was just, like, an off... 
that was yeah. off-putting, you know, as a, That's you know, interesting. when slobber gets white and that like Ugh. looks weird for <laughs> See, you. That would be a problem for yeah. me too. So, like, I mean, but then that. again, it's like back down to and some people like over sensitizing or getting too sensitive around certain things that are natural right, like, and useful, right? you know, right. and like. I also, I think I'm a little triggered by that because I also kind of think that um, there are, there is this expectation for women to do things really well and perform in this way really well without like looking sloppy about it. Or making a mess. Like do it well, Mm -hmm. make me come in the exact way that I want you to, but don't like make it messy at all. Right. Look real good doing it. And a lot of that comes from pornography, which is they've taken 10, 20, you know, breaks and then gone back to scene to right. make it appear a certain way. Yeah. Um, and for you to kind of have a fantasy around it. So I'm not, you know, just discarding what this person said, but I would be really curious about what, what they mean when they say that and where that's coming from. No slobbering. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't think I, I mean I think I've talked a lot about how I have issues around being spit on and spit and using spit instead of lube, and I wonder if it's something similar to that. Um, yeah, if somebody's like spitting on it, that's, a big thing. that's I fair see enough. That in porn all the time. Yeah, um, and I do see a lot of like making yourself gag and then just like uh, like tons of like drippy, you know. And uh, that's not something I do, but again, that goes back to my weird spit thing. Um, so another thing that I thought was interesting is, um, teeth versus no teeth. I, um, have had partners that really like, you know, like the use of teeth in a rough man, not obviously not like, you know, bite down. On that, right. Right. Not in a way that damages them. And so when it, there were multiple responses to this, some were like no teeth at all. One person said no teeth, unless you like that kind of thing. And, um, another person was like, well, I like it rough. So use some teeth. Um, I am going to tell, I'm going to tell a little story here. I may have sent someone to the doctor <laughs> with an accidental, uh, accidental teeth included moment. Did they bleed? I don't think so. There was definitely marks and, um, you know, a little bit of damage. Like the doctor was like, Oh <laughs> yeah, that happened. I admit <gasps> that I've been a little overzealous, overzealous. in the past before. I mean, too. I had, I was overzealous I was, I think it was one of those situations where also, um, perhaps the interaction had gone <laughs> on. <laughs> had gone on too long. My jaw was right, and you're tired. Just like, Get her done. We had had some drinks. Um, teeth yeah. were drug. Something Skin in was my mouth. pulled and broken. It's only natural. <laughs> the doctor visit was set up with. <laughs> Within the next 24 <laughs> hours. And I was answering a phone call. Hey, can we have an adult conversation about something that happened? I was like, oh, oh I broke goodness. your cock. Yeah. I mean, we've all had those moments. Have we? It's, have we all? Because it would make me feel so well, much better. Well, I've never sent anybody to the hospital. <laughs> I wasn't the I hospital. Know was the 
the guy penis I doctor. I like, broke someone's dick before. Or, like, they said that before. Um, and there was, like, a pop, but it had nothing to do with. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> During oral sex? Palacio. It so did not. Okay. It's an entirely separate podcast oh, God, episode. We had to do one on breaking dicks and how to fix it. <laughs> I so. definitely felt like... After that, I was like, I don't know how to fix this. Here's what I think is a really good way to use teeth if you want to have like a different sensation without biting is kind of like shut your mouth and open your lips and kind of like glide it across the frenulum. The frenulum. And make sure it's not dry on your on your teeth, but just sort of slippery. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. And then you sort of like slowly open your lips and kind of have them pursed is that the word purse your lips and kind of like put the head in we'll be right back kick off the new year with a jaw dropping 30% off of some of the hottest sex toys and my favorite gleam lube with code explorers 30 when you shop thethruster.com known as the home of the incredible build your own thruster prime thethruster.com is also partnered with lassiere.com where you'll find gorgeous vibrating steel toys and boutiquevoila.com where you can grab a vibrating lipstick a rubber ducky that gets lucky or even get pounded by Thor's hammer, literally, all for 30% off with code EXPLORES30. Just head to thethruster.com where you'll find The Thruster, Lassier, and Boutique Voila and enjoy 30% off your site-wide purchases with code EXPLORES30 at checkout. Cheers. <laughs> what is, I got to get that. Uh, it looked like you were smoking. I'm not doing it oh, again. God, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I missed the opportunity, folks. I would love to show you. Know you know what I mean? Like, it, you just kind of go back and forth. It's it's all about texture, experience, kind of play. I mean. Yeah. My my current partner likes it a little rough. Yeah. And, and that's I, fun. And, and I'm also going to say that I kind of get off on it. I love that. Yeah. Um, and so I've been experimenting with that. And that makes it more fun for me. But like, that's a type of play too, right? Right. Like it's experimental. For sure. And experiential. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it, and it's it's like, yeah, it's, it's fun to have dirt. Like you can only bob for so long, man, <laughs> before it's just like fucking boring. Like I don't get boring. much out of it. Yeah, when I, but, but when instead – I get to play with like, it's also like playing with control a little bit, mm -hmm. you know, like yeah. you have your like teeth on someone's cock. You are definitely in control for that heartbeat of moment or, mm -hmm. you know, even if whatever the dynamic is, it's like a very interesting, like mm -hmm. sexy power exchange, but that is definitely not anything I would ever consider doing without consent or without a conversation of ahead of time or during like very specific direction. Of course. Um, Something else we should talk about. So here's to, I don't know, whatever. What about, and, and hey guys, I'm not lost. We will get back to the comments I got from men on what they want, what they don't want. But I feel like we need to follow this train of thought. Mm -hmm. These conversations wander mm -hmm. and we've made it all the way from the tip of the dick down to the bitten shaft and now the balls. <laughs> Yes. It feels linear in a way. More or less. So, hello, balls. Um, or you ball. Or balls. Or no balls, for those of you who have none. Because sometimes that have 
balls. But there's a whole area down there, isn't there? Yeah, there's a whole and you so you like balls, huh? I do like balls, yeah. Um why? I think they're kinda hot. Like it's really? just like a vulnerable space. <laughs> and I like to protect vulnerable things. Protect them. Well, you know, I like to like suck balls. You like to suck balls. Yeah. So there's been people who... When does the ball sucking happen? When does it start? <laughs> well, I guess it depends on the person. Does it happen after the dick sucking? Um, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Do you... All right. So I feel like I always put my hands on the balls while I'm sucking Yeah, the you dick. can definitely always cup the balls. When you're fucking, you can cup the balls. Sort of a nice way to, like, coddle your person. While you're fucking them. Interesting. You can like hold, you can hold it at the. <laughs> she was really demonstrating there. <laughs> you can hold like the balls to like in your hand and kind of like with varying degrees of pressure mm-hmm. or intensity rather, or you can just like kind of cup, cup them and kind of hold them close to the body. Some people like it when you like kind of pinch the upper part of the sack. And so then the balls are kind of like, what's the word? I like slapping balls. You can slap balls, but it depends on the person, right? Yeah. Again, you yes. have I to mean, communicate. I mean, do not slap the balls. Don't slap someone. the balls unless you asked. <laughs> if they or want. like if they've set. You can say, okay. I like to slap balls. Would you like me to slap your balls? <laughs> I mean, Would that make it, you know? Spain. Say it in a sexy way. Yeah, don't just don't, – yeah, don't say it in a funny way. Say it in a sexy way. Unless that's like, your vibe. Because, I mean, like, if you can suck a cock and slap some balls at the same time. I don't fun. really like to slap balls. Oh. I like to play with them. But sucking balls is great. Do you <laughs> – Approval. The sea lions are like, yes. Yes. Suck balls. Suck balls. Cheers to sucking balls, Abby. Don't you like sucking balls? Am I the only one? Uh, I I haven't. I'm fine with it. I don't don't crave sucking balls. I wouldn't call myself a ball sucker. If you would like trim your ball hair, Mm. it doesn't need to Mm. be completely removed. It really doesn't. Not for me, at least. I mean, it's it's much better when it's like this baby soft. Ball sack. Baby soft. I don't want you to shave it and then get, you know, the very pokey, pokey <laughs> ball hair. I would like you to trim it so that there's not long ball hair on your do balls. You, how much of the ball do you suck? All right. I'm, here's what I'm going to say. Thing. I'm not a big ball sucker, clearly. So let's talk about sucking balls. Yeah. So you're jacking him off. This is all part of Not balls. always, but yeah. But let's say your hand's on his cock, probably. Mm-hmm. All right. So or then you just, you just detour. You just try to detour for a minute. You just try to suck the like both of the balls. You could put a pocket pussy on his on his cock, and he could like be jacking himself off, and you could suck his balls if that's what you like to do, which I would be down for. You suck a ball or both balls at the same time. Well, I think it depends on your capacity. I want to know how many balls can you fit in your mouth. I would encourage listeners to experiment. I'm sure I could fit both in. But Mm -hmm. I don't think that it's, like, a good idea to do that because you have a lot of teeth in your mouth. I think for me and, like, how my mouth is. Again, depending on who you're One ball fits in there quite nicely. And you can sort of, like, focus on that ball. What do you do when it's in there? And touch the other ball with your hand. 
Do you, are you just you literally s- literally it? suck it? <laughs> That's kissing. <laughs> you kind of like you know. It's not the same as, man, this is a great conversation because I'm being challenged to like describe what it is that I do. What I'm realizing is I haven't sucked a lot of balls in my life. And it also like reveals the fact that so much of our lives are languageless, wordless, you know? Also, no one wants to be like, I'm a ball sucker. I mean, like we can do that together. I would say, hey, you want me to suck your fucking balls? I I don't want to say fuck, but. I've never said that before. (laughs) Maybe I need to say that more. Yeah. I mean, it's great. I like it. Do you want me to suck your balls? Because I know the feeling of the little extra that people do. Yeah. It's like when somebody's going down on you, depending on your preferences, and you're really turned on, and then they like pinch your nipples. Mm. It's Mm. like a nice bodily... um, Tying it all together. Tingle, right? Mm. And so I think that have like sucking the balls or playing with the balls has the capacity to add a little bit more in that right uh, in, in a similar way. And so, yeah, I mean, you don't want to like suck the balls in a way that you would suck a lollipop per se, because there's a lot of tongue involved or teeth involved in that. And there's a lot of sensitive skin around the ball sack or the ball sack is sensitive skin. Mm-hmm. And so in certain ways, Mm-hmm. Like certainly with something sharp like your like your teeth, it would be more sensitive than like maybe your hands right. and pressure. But um, so yeah, I think like putting a ball in your mouth and then sort of like playing around with it with like light do light you, to medium can, pressure. Can, do you know can men come from just sucking their balls? I'm sure men could. I don't know I'm about just, like my current my partner or previous partners of mine no but i I also never like specifically set out to like see if i could make that happen for them okay so it cheers to sucking the balls play with the balls talk to your partner about their balls and how art and how how you how you like like to play with how they like what they want to experiment this is an area i need to do some research in and talk to my partner in hey you if you happen to be listening do you want me to suck your balls Cause I'm down kind of let's talk, mm. but moving on back um, to the dick. No, 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 not back to the dick. What I want to talk about is what I do really get off on when I'm going down on a guy. Okay. And I haven't, uh, yeah. And I haven't talked about this that much and we haven't even thought to t- talk about it when a guy is really getting worked up. And obviously I've got to ask ahead of time. That's when I like to pop a finger in the ass. It's very exciting. I get very turned on by going down on a guy who I can then like finger his ass while I'm sucking his cock. And And if he gets really off on it, it turns, it feels really good. But there's a lot of people who are averse to that Mm -hmm. because they have varying sort of levels of trauma Mm -hmm. or like, and I would even argue like it's just trauma because I feel like Toxic masculinity is trauma. Right. I think a lot of men think that uh, that me or like who are like tied up in making sure everyone thinks they're not homosexual or gay. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, if you put a finger in my ass, that's something like. And also like it's between you and me. Nobody else needs to know. 
Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's really sad, it especially is really sad. for men, especially for men, um, because they can, there's nothing inherently homosexual about putting a finger in an ass or putting anything, anything in, an, in ass. an ass at all. No, that should definitely look. Hetero- nothing is inherently Dear anything. heterosexual listeners. You need to get the fuck over that because mm-hmm. especially for men, can we just be compassionate for to men for a moment because it's such an erogenous zone for them and they it can get for women too, so by the much. Way. Well, I mean, I, I, I enjoy it. It's personally. great. We will it's be wonderful. having a podcast on butt stuff. Trust me coming up, but specifically for men, I mean, they have like, there's all this, sh- there's all this shit around. <laughs> That's not helping Benedetti. Um, yeah. Well, the prostate Societal is, shit. itself is like for men, a very erotic, orgasmic, um, organ that you can, you can only access, as far as I know, feel free to email me if I'm wrong. And that at sheexploreslife.com and that A-N-N-E-T-T-E at sheexploreslife.com. Um, send your grievances, please. Um, the only way to access the prostate is through the asshole. And, um, and when men, uh, have shame around that, they don't get to experience all of the sex acts and the fun that can happen around that. Um, and I really get off on, on fucking an asshole while I'm sucking a dick. You want me to enthusiastically suck your dick? Let me fuck your asshole. So I don't know, like, I feel like that's all part of the fellatio, cock sucking, dick sucking experience. And <clears throat> yeah, and it's part of the fun. I mean, we did talk about it's funny um, to reflect on when we were talking about clit oral sex and going down on women. We talked about, you know, having your mouth and having a toy in the vagina and having a toy in the ass and like really just doing it all at once. I think it's the same for guys. Like there are toys. You can put the pocket pussy on the cock. You can suck the balls and also stick a finger up his ass at the same time or whatever. Put a butt plug in, suck the cock and play with the balls. Um, some men can have an orgasm from prostate play. Yes, they can. Yes, they can. And there's a whole thing around milking. That will be another, Hey, ladies, or men or no, no. And the prostate is located like close to the opening of the rectum. Is it? So, How far yeah, in? I don't know. But this is the thing about it is like people who are afraid, pe- people who maybe like try to make the argument of like it hurts. It doesn't hurt. Like because, yeah, you have a couple. What are they called? I'm forgetting. What are they called? Sphincters in your ass. And like. The first sphincter is pretty far in there, right? I think they have to come up with that word. Sphincter. <laughs> Rectum. Prostate. Is that German? Sphincter. sphincter. <laughs> but so when people say that like it hurts, it's they haven't done it. Well, I or mean, they're it, just it, sort of putting up a barrier around. I don't I mean, want to do that because I'm hurt afraid if you of what it means. Right. If you don't warm them up and slowly. But you don't have to go even through the first sphincter. Really? Where are the sphincters? Have you never put your finger up your own ass? I put my or finger like in many ass butt plugs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's a part of my sex life. Well, typically, well, then you know. 
So butt plugs tend to only go through the first sphincter, I think. Okay. Um, and that's Maybe like, like know. a three, what, like a three or four inch, like length, hmm. the smallest ones. And the width is a whole different story, mm-hmm. obviously. But when you're talking about your finger, it doesn't even stretch it far enough for it to like hurt. Even if it like mm-hmm. reaches the first sphincter. Send your grievances. That's but right. I, if you have I'm better, sure like if you buttholes have, vary like from person you, to person. If you have better information on buttholes, I would like to know. Like literally, I want to know. I mean, can you remember the first time you had a finger in your butthole? No. I feel like I should be able to, but I cannot remember the first finger that went into my butthole. It doesn't hurt unless they aren't lubricating it. And not because, again, not because you're pushing past a, a sphincter. It's because your your anus doesn't naturally lubricate like a vagina does. Right, right. For sure. So it's just friction right. that maybe makes it uncomfortable. But um, it's not the same as like putting a penis in a butt or like a right. butt plug in a butt. Right. Those are different experiences. A finger can provide some pretty amazing like sensory experience without being painful. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um and I feel like I don't know, I think it's an erotic exciting thing it feels to good. do again. Be hygienic. We will do, and, and probably hopefully sooner than later, a uh, podcast on butt stuff, and that will include instructions. Um, I had a recent conversation with someone who um, who has a penis, who was like struggling with like wanting to get more into butt play, but being very uncomfortable with like how to be like how to be clean, like how do I clean? Like I take a shower and I really do my best. But oh, we'll still, talk, right? Which I'm very empathetic with. Um, uh, and it's not for this podcast, but mm-hmm. definitely explicit instructions. Future I will, episode. I will, um, in the, let's, let's say in the next three to five podcasts, we just have guests lined up. So, um, anyways, on we go. Uh, so that we, creates a huge sensory experience. Like yeah. while you're sucking a dick, like put a finger up there. Right. Rub it's the great. Get all, get the dick, get the balls, cock, the balls and the butt. The perineum. The per- also, I've heard. Am I pronouncing that right? Is yeah, it perineum or the perineum? Or the I don't know. I don't know. But it's the little tomato, bit of tomato. I've heard that it's that little bit of skin on cock and ball owners between the anus and the balls. And I've heard some people really love to have that played with. Um, you, here's the thing: when you're sucking a dick, like I mentioned before. If you're paying attention and may, perhaps depending on the person, but in my experience, I can always feel when somebody's coming or like when it's passing through their shaft. Right. Um, so when you start feeling that, push the perineum in and, and it's will... like a much more hard orgasm. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Can you put like your four fingers on their groin area, you know, like between the leg and the. Mm-hmm. I really regret crotch that listeners can't see. Abby talks with her hands quite a bit <laughs> and it's very helpful and hilarious. And the thumb goes on the perineum or the perineum and you push in while holding the four hands on the groin area. The four hands? So you kind of go like four fingers, excuse four me. Fingers. <laughs> 
Unless you put little mini, like... <laughs> this group sex now. Put little mini hands on each finger. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Kinky. So you kind of, like, squeeze, if that makes sense. Right. You don't necessarily put as much squeeze on the four-finger area, but sort of hold, like, it's, like... <laughs> Yeah. Sort of and keeping she, it in, And she won't in let place. me take pictures, folks. So you just got to get it from her conversation. But, uh, and I want to, so when I actually, as we're having this conversation, I'm like hearkening back to, looking back to our uh, clitoral sex um, podcast. This is a great, if, if anal stimulation comes into play, like get a butt plug, like, you can get toys involved for men as well. I feel like there's. Do you? How many butt plugs do you have? I have three. I would say right now I have three that are used um, regularly. Uh, they're glass. They are gradual. Um, they. They're. It's not the ones with the big bulb. That it's a very gradual um, widening. Oh, I get what you're saying. Um, I am surprised that I like. I love the glass and something that you can use while giving head or going down a woman, but we're talking about fellatio here and, and why I really like, um, as opposed to getting butt plugs that are made of like silicone, which oftentimes those are the starter sets. I like the glass because you can get it in all the different sizes, like very small. If you get it wet, it slips right in. When you tap on the tip of a glass, butt plug, it resonates through the whole thing deep into your body and it's incredibly fucking erotic. So can also warm them up too. I like the cold. Okay. Personally. I, maybe people need either it to or be warm. Is, yeah, is yeah. kind of the benefit. Right. I mean again heat and cold is another mm-hmm. a sensation thing. I love the cold feeling. Mm-hmm. Um but then it goes inside of your body and then as you're like giving your penis owner head, you can stimulate sort of the inside of their body by just tapping mm-hmm. like on the end of that glass plug. And it's, and don't tap with your fingernail tap with the tip of your finger. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have fingernails. So because tap I mean, with the finger, all the things I like to Not do the require no fingernails. Um, but yeah, I mean, <sighs> There's this idea that sex toys are for women, and there definitely are, I think, a lot more yeah. sex toys for women, which thank fucking God. You feel like there's more for women? Well, yeah. I mean, dildos and and vibrators, and I do feel like clit suckers, which I've just recently gotten into. Fair enough. I do feel like that there are. And, that, and that's good. I mean, and it is good, because yeah. I think women struggle to have orgasm more than men. Yeah. But I also think there are a lot of great um, uh, sex toys out there that can enhance men's experience. And hey, there listen, are not just a lot. There's a, there's many, 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 many. But here's the thing. Many. These toys enhance men's experience. But listen, ladies, listen to me. It also means you have to do less work. Cheers to butt plugs, butt play, cock sucking. And all of it together. All of it together. It's fun. Yeah. Mm. 69 guys. I want to get 69 in. And then before we're done, I still want to go through some of the feedback I got from men or penis owners. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, 
I am a fan of the 69. And I know a lot of people aren't. And when somebody say to me once that that was like so 80s of me or 90s, I don't know. I, um, as someone who didn't traditionally love or feel excited about uh, giving head, um, 69 was something that would always kind of trigger my desire to give head. Can you clarify for listeners what 69 is in it? Yeah, sure. Typically, <laughs> if you're having 69 with a penis owner, I also do this with uh, vulva owners. Um, the penis owner is laying down on the bed and I straddle his head so that he can give me oral sex and so that simultaneously I can suck his cock. And do you like to be on the top or the bottom? Oh, if I'm really looking to get off myself, I like to be on top. If I, um, if I'm with a vulva owner, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It matters less. I have been on the bottom with a penis owner and then I haven't got as much control. They just can like, I feel like if I start to strangle, I can't, I don't have as much control and I can't focus on enjoying. So for what, what, what I get off on, usually, you know, I start, they start giving me oral sex. Then I start getting excited. And then the idea of giving oral sex becomes like very erotic. And then I have the sensation. It's like the sensation in my mouth is like connected with the sensation of my pussy. And then I'm just fucking into it. But when I start to get close to coming, I get very still, which means my mouth stops and mm -hmm, I start thinking mm -hmm, about my mm -hmm, pussy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so whoever is beneath me, it's, it's just like, well, and the reason why we bring that particular thing up is because for some people who may not be super enthusiastic about, um, fucking or cock sucking, mm -hmm. they, you know, they may like be more enthusiastic because, or like through this position Absolutely. for the reasons that Annette is saying. Well, I mean, I think also there are all these memes that are going around that are so like real, like when you get horny and stimulated, suddenly you're like things that you thought you weren't into, you're like, fuck yeah. So if you, and I get it, ladies, sometimes cocksucking doesn't seem appealing. And, and, and a lot of that has to do with the patriarchy and this idea. It feels like a chore. Um, but when you're aroused and, mm -hmm. and this man is like mowing down on your pussy and his cock is right there, then it's like, this is like a snack. This is exciting. This is great. Yeah. You're more and enthusiastic. It's mutual and it's, it's connected. Yeah. There's connection. Yeah. Um, and I, so I've always loved, and I will come really fucking, I mean, for me quickly in that position. Mm -hmm. Um, now 69 is not something I enjoy. Yeah. A lot of, I've heard that from a lot of women. It's very, um, distracting. I've heard that from a lot of people. Yeah. And so, and of course I'm always on the top and that's, you know, the more, you know, challenging position. I just, that's not my favorite. That's not to say that I wouldn't do it if somebody said that they were really excited about it. Right. 
But it again, like with anything, for something to work, it's always a negotiation. Like, this turns me on. Okay, what would make me more excited about engaging in that? And then you kind of go for it. And then it's fun for both of you. Right. But yeah, I mean, I feel like, yeah, yeah, it's not my favorite. Yeah. And I've heard that a lot. And I'm always like confused by it because I feel the nice thing about being on the top is that then your partner has access to every, every fucking area. They can spank you. They can put their finger in your ass. They can suck on your clit. They can put a toy. Well, there's some people that don't do that though. That's a whole other area of it. Yeah. I would say this. I really love it. I get a lot out of it. I'm not the best cocksucker when I'm in it. Simply but the same is true because you can see their balls. You can see their mm-hmm. ass. You can see their perineum That's or true. perineum. That's true. Actually, it's when I and most enjoy. It's like, a lot more. It's like you're in a play gar- playground doing the tic-tac-toe game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of there and it's a lot of buttons to push and you and, kind of and get And easy it. access. Mm-hmm. All right. So cheers to easy access and 69 for Annette. 69 for Annette. And having partners that enjoy it. And I actually enjoy it with women as well. It can be real fucking sexy with yeah. women. But we are talking about cocksucking. So. Well, one thing I wanted to mention during this episode is, you know, we talk a lot about things that turn women on in previous episodes. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're bisexual women. So, of course, we sleep with women and men. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, everybody in between. Um, depending on how you particularly identify. And so, you know, there's different body types and different preferences that we're always talking about. But right now we're talking about, you know, people with penises. Yes. And I think it's hard not to, um, we, we can't be honest about like preference if we don't just admit that men really like deep throat. Like that's something that a lot of men really like. Oh, I'm going to get to talk about that for sure. Yeah. And so for people who really like would like to pleasure their partner and be able to get to a place where they can deep throat comfortably without like gagging every other second, um, there are certain techniques that you can do to kind of train your body or your mouth or your throat to like have a decrease in like gag reflex. What? Uh- do tell what? Yeah. So they call it the toothbrush technique. <clears throat> and this is something that I've done. It doesn't mean that like your gag reflex completely goes away. It can if you do it, if you practice it frequently. But I don't, I think for like mature lovers, they sort of understand that like a gag is going to happen every now and then. Yeah, and sometimes. For sure. Even because they accept it, it, they can eroticize it too. Like it's kind of hot that you do that. It's maybe it's just makes me feel more masculine or makes me feel more, you know, dominant or, you know, whatever, like kind of speaks to that individual. Um, but you know, so what you can do is you can take a toothbrush and you can slowly like, it's not just like sticking a toothbrush in the back of your throat and like, you know making yourself gag, you want to like slowly put it back further and further and hold it there for about 10 seconds. And that kind of decreases your sensitivity to the gag reflex. So you kind of slow, you put it as far back as you can before you start feeling like that, like sensitive feeling of like, Ooh, this is uncomfortable. And like, I want to like gag or whatever. Right. 
and you hold it there for 10 seconds and then you push back a little bit farther. Has you this know. worked for you? Yeah. You feel like it's... But you're training yeah. your gag reflex right. to be desensitized. And again, it doesn't mean that it's going to go completely away. It's just sort of a way that it's, you know, the way that I think about it is it's sort of like a loving thing to do for your partner. You yeah, know? for sure. You're sort of like doing something that is an effort to make like fellatio exciting for your partner. who has And a penis. also it kind of is better for you if you are less gaggy. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Sort of. Like for me, I don't really care that I gag. To be honest with you, I think it's hot. Uh, like I like gagging. Yeah. And I... Um, no matter whether you gag or if you like just put like something in the back of your throat, it's always going to trigger that like salivatory right thing. Um, so for me, like I don't care either way, but I think that for some people, they're not like a hundred percent into it. And it's also just like a fun thing to do. Right. You know? It's right. kind of like wearing lingerie or like it's an investment into like your sexual Sex relationship. Right. And so, um, that's one thing you can do to kind of like cheers train. to gagging. <laughs> cheers know. to gagging every once in a while. But um, I mean, if you're somebody who like really struggles mm-hmm, anytime mm-hmm. it goes back there, you're, you're sort of this practice gets you a little bit more like in tuned with like the back of your throat. Right. Like right. you get to know your back, the back of your throat. I like it. That's and like, how do I need to move my, that is new information to me. Abby. Yeah. How do I need to move the back of my throat and my tongue and, and things like that? And kind of what do I need to think? And it really is like psychological as much as it is physiological. Right. So. All right. So we have been going on a little while, but I want to run through. Uh, I thought I want to run through some of the feedback I got from male listeners. I also... <clears throat> got some great feedback from my own partner. I am not going to tell you what's from who, but we're just going to kind of talk about the comments that were given, um, to protect anonymity. I'm going to read this off. Uh, so it was funny because one person said, um, I like it rough. I really like teeth. And another person said, obviously teeth is bad unless you're into that. So ladies or gentlemen, whoever is listening and wanting to suck cock, Please have that conversation with your partner ahead of time. Um, I thought this one was really interesting. And even reading it, I was kind of like, that's a turn on. Um, I like it when a girl rubs her pussy on my leg while she sucks. And I was like, that's fucking hot. Uh, the idea of like, sucking someone and at the same time like rubbing yourself against their body like you're like I thought that was unique and um yeah it was super erotic thought for me do they like further describe why they think that's hot no I imagine it's just knowing a woman is getting off oh and always play with balls so hey Abby You've got it. You've got it. Um, another person said, I really like when the girl lets me fuck her mouth and grab her by the hair. So I'm assuming it's like, that's something that I've heard a lot too. And I'm, again, I think that's where the toothbrush technique comes into play. So I think your mouth is just open and they're just 
Like you're not. Well, you have to relax the back of your throat. But but you're not sucking, right? You're just no. opening your mouth, protecting your teeth, yeah. so you don't rip them up, and they mm-hmm. just fuck like whatever. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Kissing it. And oh, kissing the dick. Worshipping it. Dick worship. I think that's fun. I feel Explain like. Explain like, what I'm gonna, you mean by that, though. I think the ideas, from what I can see, is you know kissing it. Licking it, licking the shaft, like just yeah, so clearly slow, loving. Like, I mean, slow, here's what I would say. Felatio. What I have found receiving clitoral sex that gets me off is like seeing someone really like look at my pussy and like take time to like kiss it and explore mm-hmm, it mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. looking like fascinated and in love with it. I'm going to assume that's what cock worship is. Um, eye contact. That's important. Yeah, yeah. Like looking up when you're, or looking at the person while you're sucking their cock. Um, lipstick on my cock and around the area, like wearing a bright color of lipstick that gets left on the cock and around the area, which sounds exciting. Oh, um, cum swallowing. We didn't even talk about it. We, I can't believe we talked about That's cuck sucking. That's not something I'm going to ever do. You don't? Nope. You don't cum swallow. Nope. There's never been cum that's tasted good. To you. Yeah. And made me like want to swallow. I'm not going to swallow your fucking cum. Sorry. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Right, right. But I totally get why it's erotic for some people. Right. I totally get like why, you know, people are into it. I think, yeah, I don't have the same aversion. I definitely swallow. I, but, but. God, I'm so sorry. That's disgusting. Uh, no shame. I'm sorry. I just have like a huge aversion to it. No, this is interesting. We, I, and, it's and you so have mentioned it to me before. No, I definitely have. To me. Like, to me. And right, no right. shame, listeners. Like, there's nothing inherently gross about your cum. No, nothing. It's my personal no, shit. Or, or swallowing cum. I mean, like, it's okay. You know, fucking it if you require that. <laughs> <laughs> oh no ask your woman if she's okay with swallowing a lot of us are and and sometimes i'm not i'm not going like look to. i i haven't been okay with everybody certainly when when if I'm, annette spits your come out you're disgusting is the reality <laughs> I spit it out i have actually i definitely have done that to someone before um but i also don't like it when people come inside of me so that's a personal thing too yeah. You can come all over me. It's not that I don't like your cum. It's just like, it's not going to go inside of me. <laughs> Interesting. And maybe that has something to do. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going super psychological with it, but you know. All right. Well, I do swallow if I'm happy with a partner and I like the way they taste. I, and no, <laughs> let, let, let me, I don't feel, I feel like there are people like where I, don't taste much at all. I mean, honestly, when I'm swallowing, it kind of just goes straight down the throat. I don't know if I can continue this conversation with Abby. She's I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm not judging you. I'm really not judging you. I'm putting myself in your position and imagining it being me. That's what I'm doing. Don't because you're never going to do that. It's not something I would say I ever was like, oh, I really want to swallow cum, but I have had partners where it's really erotic. I have a partner I mean, where it's really they, erotic. Like, they come in the back of my throat and then it just goes down. I don't even taste That's it. That's an entirely separate experience. I feel like in general, I don't taste it a lot. That's an entirely separate experience than if I... I wouldn't hold it, it in my mouth. Because it depends on when 
and how you're sucking their dick and like and therefore where it kind of ends up in your mouth so they could be in the back of your throat right that's and how it, like, it usually goes catapults <laughs> it launches it launches tape, into taste your throat and, and you don't stomach. taste anything but there's other times where they come in your mouth and I, that's an elective procedure at that point right right and at that point we're shooting her out all right we're discarding <laughs> All right. So, I mean, I still need to get this in uh, because um, <laughs> I'm sorry to say right. I, I think these are important to get in and then and then we're going to have to say adieu and uh, and and get get some food. Oh, I liked this one. I think we talked about it a little bit, Abby. One person said, look, effort is key. They said, like, she has to be into it and try to please me or like the cock owner. Um, that's the key. Bad blowjobs are a result of no effort. And I think that's universal, whether we're talking about blowjobs. But I also think that you can give a really bad blowjob if your partner doesn't fucking, like, do their part. It's not just about you laying there and taking it. Like, and I have also been a victim or, you know, responsible on my end of this, too, where you need to say what you need and you need to sort of get into the erotic zone of it, right? And sort of have purposeful engagement. Yeah. Um, and so I think that no effort can sometimes be a result of like feeling no inspiration. No inspiration or even just feeling lost. Uh, yeah, like if you don't totally. know what about sucking cock makes your partner like, okay, let me just do what I did with my last partner or let me just do what I think. Let's just do unless this. you. Yeah. Unless you just unless you say something, I'm just going to be doing to you what I did with my last partner. And isn't right. that kind of gross for you to know? Right. right. You want to you want a personalized blowjob. <laughs> exactly. A personalized oh blowjob. Oh my like god. I certainly want. We need to make she explores life stickers that say you want a personalized blowjob. Oh my god. That is just like so serious. Yeah, we all want, and then maybe we just do like these check your own boxes. What would you like put together? I would like, I would like shaft licking check Salami. that box. And like, with yeah. pepperoncini ball sucking. Right. And a pinky up the ass at the Cajun end. Cajun mayo. Exactly. Gross. I don't know why I said that for that one. I was, no, it's not, it didn't work. But you kind of get yes. where I'm coming yeah, from. Yeah, it's like you're making a ball sucking sandwich. A hundred percent. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I'm into that personalized sandwich. No one wants the same sandwich, sandwich everyone else is having, <laughs> right? Everyone wants to discover their own sandwich and then, and then tell their friends about their secret sandwich. <laughs> and then your friends are going to be like, I'm going to order up that secret sandwich. And they're going to come back and they're going to be like, like God you damn. know what though? I wish there wasn't pepperoncinis on that shit. And instead add pickles, extra fucking Cajun mayo, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. spicy. Mm-hmm. All right. I think, I think our listeners get it. <laughs> well, we get it. <laughs> All right, guys. Look, we clearly have learned that when it comes to talking about sucking dick, we have a lot to say. And we could go on, Abby, right? Maybe there will be a part two. I mean, there's definitely going to be a part two. Um, but Abby and I 
are in our bathrobes, bowline bathrobes. And slippers. And well, you've got it's very sl- plush. We are living up the plush life over here. We need to go get food still, and it's fucking cold out there. So we're going to put our clothes on, we're going to go get cute, and we're going to go enjoy the rest that Astoria has to offer. That's right. We probably will not be talking about second cock anymore tonight. (laughs) Or maybe we will. (laughs) If you have comments, questions. Any notes? Notes, uh, corrections, grievances. Look, I, I can see who's, I have a good idea about who's listening to episodes about cocks and balls, all this stuff. I know you have opinions. I know. There's so much that has not been talked about tonight. And that's right. And I don't, don't be intimidated by me. I'm actually quite approachable. Yes. Very open. And interest in your thoughts. So and that's wonderful. I am wonderful. I'm not. Says, says, that's not true. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm so approachable. But I'm saying send. I will suck your balls. <laughs> She'll suck balls. I mean, I, if that's not approachable. <laughs> All right. Let's just cut that part out. Let's cut that part out. Probably will not. But. <laughs> <laughs> Just email me at Annette. Benedetti. No. Just Annette. A-N-N-E-T-T-E at sheexplorslife.com. You know what? You want to ask Abby some questions? Also, just email me. I will pass them on to Abby. We will come back. We will come back. We will find some fucking bathrobes and we will answer your questions. I'll tell you what, maybe even to wrap up season season two, whenever we decide to do that. Season two? Season two. Maybe what we'll do, do, maybe, (laughs) maybe what we'll do is we will round up the questions, comments, feedback, thoughts that we've gotten from you. We'll have a Q and A at the end of the season. Yeah. We'll come back and we'll talk about cock sucking, clit licking, butt fucking, (laughs) dominating, prostate milking, prostate milking, ass cleaning, titty twisting, titty twisting, you name it. We'll talk about it. So send me your thoughts. Uh, We're out of booze, but hey, until next time. Keep it classy, ladies. Cheers. We'll see you in the locker room. (laughs) Ring loop. Bring sexy back in 2024 with hot lingerie, sensual body products, and adventurous sex toys from lovehoney.com, all at a 15% discount with code EXPLORES15. Embrace your inner bombshell with their gorgeous bra and panty sets, baby dolls, and corsets. Then explore your desires with their line of toys that range from vanilla is my flavor to tie me up and call me good girl daddy. And don't forget to treat yourself to a massage candle or essential body oil, all for 15% off with code EXPLORES15 when you shop lovehoney.com. That's right, 15% off on lingerie, sex toys, and more when you shop lovehoney.com and use code EXPLORES15 at checkout. Cheers.